Getting creative with Christmas gift giving is something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello and welcome. This is episode 41. As you heard, we have switched to the Christmas intro music. That means for the rest of this year, our episodes will have a little bit of holiday flair or perhaps a lot of holiday flair. Christmas is my favorite. That is no secret. I love giving gifts. I love putting thought and creativity into gifts. I love wrapping a beautiful gift. It's just such a fun part of the season. But of course, as families grow, people get married, people start having kids, and then more kids, your gift list gets longer and longer, and that stretches your budget tighter and tighter. And the older we get, I think the more we want less stuff. We don't need a million things. Of course, we want to give a million things to the kids, but the adults don't necessarily need it the older you get. And so families often start to think of alternatives to giving a gift to each and every individual. And that's what I'm going to talk about today and hopefully give you some good ideas. I'm going to walk you through what my family does, both on my side and my husband's side. And I got a ton of ideas from you on Instagram. So many good ideas came in. And that's what I love is to hear what other families do. And so you can see which ideas jump out at you, which ones you think could stick and work in your family. So maybe you share this episode with your family members. Maybe you text it out to all of your siblings after you listen and say, I kind of liked some of these. Listen and tell me what you like. And you can get that conversation going to maybe ease the burden of the Christmas gift shopping. Again, we all love to give and we love to receive and we love to shop and we love to bless others, but we want to keep it from being too much and we want to keep it manageable and reasonable. So I think you understand what I mean and let's dive in. Let's dive into what my family does. I have a smaller family and my husband is from a big family. He has three sisters and they are all married with a million kids and I have one sister. And so, you know, it's just a different dynamic. We are smaller and his is bigger. So we do things a little differently in each. So in my immediate family, my sister and my parents and my sister's family, we all give to each other and we really enjoy that. But I know in more recent years, my parents and their siblings and the grandparents who sadly we have lost um, the last of our grandparents this year. So we don't have grandparents on my side, my grandparents. Um, are gone now but they the adults you know I was still considered a kid in this equation as a married adult but the adults started just giving to charity instead of giving to each other and exchanging gifts and they really like that because at some point it's just everyone exchanging a gift card or sending each other money and it's like you know we should give that to charity so that's a really great thing to do and I know maybe that can sound like is that boring is that a good gift and I have been the recipient of friends given on my behalf to a charity at the holidays and I it's a great gift it's it just makes you smile so that is one route you can take and of course it really feels good to give uh, growing up we had a big Christmas Eve my dad's whole big extended family got together on Christmas Eve my dad actually grew up celebrating Christmas all of it on Christmas Eve um, and you will see how pretty and nice they look in their pictures there's no bedhead and pajamas um, but we would always have a big party Christmas Eve with all of the extended family you know a lot of family we would only see 
that time of the year. And with all the cousins, all the kids, each family would draw a name. So each kid would get one gift on Christmas Eve. Something about it. And I think this whole event is what really sparked my love of Christmas Eve and why it's my favorite day of the year. It was so magical. And we were so excited to look under the tree and find that one gift. And I can remember the excitement of that much more than maybe a pile of gifts later on. Um, just that one gift was so fun and special. And we sort of did that mm, till kids got older. It was sort of until you got married, but they're, you know, in my 20s. I can remember opening like a Bath and Body Works set, which is very nice, you know, um, and there's like kids getting Legos and you're like, okay, I'm a little too old for this. But in a big extended family, drawing and just giving to the kids is a really nice way to go. I always loved those Christmas Eves. And then afterward, we would go to my grandparents' house and celebrate with an even smaller portion of the family and do more gifts there. As I mentioned, my husband comes from a bigger family and there are lots of cousins. There are 12 cousins. And so for many years, we have had the kids draw names and we keep that a secret and the kids give to each other. So each kid gets one gift from one of the cousins instead of all of us buying for all of the cousins. And personally, for me, I try to really make my kids think about the cousin they've drawn and select a gift and put some thought into selecting that for them. And, you know, maybe my daughter gets one of the boys and says, I don't really know what they're into, but you put that work and thought into it. And I think it's a good skill to build to do some thoughtful gifting. And we've had fun doing that. And um, no one knows who has each other really until the day we open the gifts. So that's really nice. And with my husband's siblings and their spouses, we also draw names and we give a couple's gift. So that is usually some sort of date night gift card and maybe a little gift with it. We put some creativity in there, but we just do a couple's gift and then give to one cousin. And that really simplifies it. And it's fun to see who gets who and who gives what. And I think that's a great way to simplify things. We have some other traditions in there and such, but that sort of breaks it down into the main ones and the ways we have simplified Christmas over the years as families have grown. You know, you have sort of an ebb and flow there. You have a ton of kids and then as those kids get older and you don't have a lot of little ones and then you kind of cycle into having little ones again. I think it's great to have some flexibility and to think outside the box, as I'm calling this episode, and do some different things when it comes to giving at Christmas. So let's take a break, and then I'm so excited to share all the great ideas, all the fabulous ways you do this that you shared with me on Instagram. The Sassy Napkin Society is now open to new members. It's a party in a box delivered to your door each month. Each box includes two exclusive napkin designs and some fun bonuses to fit the theme. Be ready to host, celebrate, and gift. You get 40 napkins plus bonus items like straws, sprinkles, confetti, or appetizer picks. Shipping is free and you can cancel anytime. Head to sassynapkinsociety.com to join the party. So let's dive into all of these great Instagram responses 
I think these will really spark some good ideas for you and you'll be ready to shake it up this Christmas season if that's something your family is ready for. So Ashley says we do Dirty Santa and only buy for the really little kids. So I'm going to guess the Dirty Santa is with the adults where you sort of swap and steal and do fun gifts like that and then only buy for the little, little bitties. I love that. That's a great idea. Um, we had another idea. Uh, someone says we adopt kiddos from a local Christmas charity. And how great is that? And how good does it feel to buy gifts for a family who is truly in need and truly will be blessed by those gifts? Um, when our kids have so much, maybe we feel like, I think that's so nice to really give uh, where it can make more impact. We also have another comment. Only kiddos under 18 get gifts and adults draw names. So I like that. At 18, you're out. You're one of the adults. You're drawing a name. And that's similar to what we do in our family. She also said a gas station or $10 left-right game to distribute. And I'm so glad we had this comment because I've been thinking this is such a fun one. So I love this idea of everyone bringing a gift card of the same amount. And so you all have the same budget. And then you play a game and just see what gift card you end up with. And really, you can't go wrong. But there is some fun and excitement there that's easy to buy. And there is a fun element in the game to see what you, what you get to have. Here's another comment. We are a small family, but my husband and I follow the four gift rule. Want, need, wear, and read. That's the something you want, something you need, something to wear, and something to read. I think that's a lovely way to go about it. And especially if you are just starting out with babies and toddlers, you can really set the tone for a more simple Christmas that way. This comment says, my husband's family is huge. So instead of presents, we fill a stocking for each person. I love this one. I love stockings. I think stocking stuffers are so fun. And there's always that little element where maybe you forget about them for a minute. You know, everyone is going around opening gifts and then you think, oh, we haven't done stockings. And there's just so many fun little treasures. So I think swapping out stockings for big gifts is a really wise choice. Wendy says we draw names for sibling gifts and we've also given to a charity of choice previous years. The festive friend who is an Instagram friend of mine says taking a family trip or having a family experience somewhere. I have friends who have older kids who do this. They just say no gifts and we're going on a trip. And I think that I think that's lovely and something. I mean, you could do that anytime, but especially as kids get older, I think that's a nice way to switch it up. And some of these comments are similar, but I want to read them all because I just think they're all so good. Mary Jo says over 16, they play Dirty Santa and under 16, they give gifts and we all adopt a family in need each year. So that is combining some of the ideas. I think Mary Jo's family has it figured out, right? Deborah says they give experiences like a cooking lesson or an art class. That is really nice. Certainly no clutter and you get to have that memory and that experience and something to look forward to as the gifts. Tiffany said they do dirty Santa gifts that have to be handmade by each person. I'll tell you, I grew up with my parents being a part of a big church group and they did a big gift exchange like this each year where the gifts had to be handmade and the husband and the wife each had to make their own separate gift and the stories and the hilarious things that got passed on year to year are just I mean it's just a riot and we actually did this with our supper club group one year where we all handmade gifts and there were some really neat treasures and talents that were displayed and that was just a really cute thing to do handmade gifts so definitely recommend that. Ashley says growing up only kids got gifts and adults contributed to a family vacation we took in the summer. Love that. 
Another similar comment is that we go on a cruise and then Disney World with the in-laws for Christmas. Um, can I come along with you? That sounds magical, of course. Rebecca says, we only do kids with the extended family and not sure to handle that as some of the kids are getting married now. And that goes back to the point that these things have to evolve over time and we have to be a little flexible and make it fit the current season of life for your family. Jen says, we have done a favorite things gift exchange and a shop local slash shop small gift exchange. I love that. I love a favorite things party or exchange. If you've ever been a part of one of those, they are really good. If people put a lot of thought into it, it's just so great. And the shopping local swap, how nice, because then you can help discover places in your area, support local business. As a small business owner, I love this. And I think you could really come up with some unique, great things. And you won't be waiting on shipping. You can just go pick them up and keep those dollars in your own hometown. I also have some great ideas from my friend Catherine. Catherine is an Instagram friend and she actually runs my Pinterest for me for my business and she has some good ones. This year amongst the siblings and spouses and their significant others we are drawing couples so they're probably going to do a gift card for dates so that's similar to what my family does so I'll be curious to see how they end up sort of playing that out and how that works. She also says with all of my cousins on one side we kind of do goodie bags but with really good stuff. All the grown girls get the same stuff and all the little boys get the same stuff, etc. So age appropriate, about 10 to $20 uh, in a goodie bag. I think that sounds really, really fun and some cute little fun things that you can enjoy. Another commenter says they like to give experiences, trips and outings we can enjoy together. I love that. Last year we gave uh, my dad and my brother-in-law a round of golf with the idea that my husband and the two of them can all play golf. We are still working on getting that on the calendar, but the idea of just getting out to play a round of golf is a really nice gift. Okay, Sherry is one of my good friends from college. Sherry is a queen of Christmas. We feel like we really shine this time of year and we talk every day and we love everything Christmas together. So she has some really good ideas. This is so great. Sherry has one sister like I do and she says they only spend the year on each other and they started this in 2010 and so they spent $10. She says it's the most fun gift to buy and so fun to find the perfect gift using exactly that amount. So this year they would spend $21. She says before we would both buy each other nice things but then you might return them and you know it's really more fun to have the challenge of that dollar amount. I think that makes it unique and fun and it really is budget friendly and you get to buy each other something cute and silly and you know coordinated to the year. I think that's great. I love that Sherry. So I think that is all the responses. I hope I didn't miss any. We had a lot come in as you can see. I really enjoy hearing how families shake it up and do things a little bit differently because it just adds to the tradition of the season and it's kind to your wallet. It reduces clutter and waste and excess and it just makes, you know, giving fun and focuses on the kids who are what it is really all about. So let's take a break and then I will share three things I'm loving this week. I'm so excited to announce my new subscription, the Tea Towel Club. That's right, you can get a new seasonal tea towel delivered to you each month at a discounted price. It's only $18 a month. That's lower than the price of tea towels in my shop and you're getting free shipping. That's a big savings. Members will also get a discount code to save on additional tea towels. 
Head to teatowelclub.com to sign up. Then each month you'll be ready to swap out the towel hanging on your oven by your sink or maybe add to a display of multiple tea towels. Always have a gift on hand or enjoy them yourself. It's a one-size-fits-all way to make your home reflect the season or holiday. TeaTowelClub.com. Join today to become a founding member. I think I'm extra excited about the three things I'm loving this week. They're just really, really good. And it's probably because we're getting into Christmas items and that just is my favorite and warms my heart. So the first one I shared on Instagram because it's so cute, but it's a big wooden crate that says, I believe it says North Pole Delivery, but it's like a Christmas crate. And I have learned that I love a Christmas bin or basket or some kind of vehicle to hold things. It's really handy and this is a really good size crate. It's only $20. Of course, all of my things I'm loving this week will be linked in the show notes and you can find the post on SuburbanSoiree.com. Scroll down to the podcast episodes. You can find all the links there. Um, and now that Instagram lets me share links, I will probably put them there as well. But this is a really good size crate. I think you could put blankets in it. You could store, I don't know, all kinds of things. You could tote gifts around in it if you're going to someone's house. Or you could use it to give a gift in. That could be really, really cute. So don't underestimate a crate. It's just really useful and this time of year, I don't want anything that's not Christmassy. If I need a crate to hold something, I'm going to need it to say North Pole. You know what I mean? Okay, the next item I am really nerding out about, and I have not received it yet. I've ordered it. It has not come. I have high hopes. I will report back. I ordered it from Etsy because, again, I'm trying to shop small. I actually saw this or something similar on Instagram. I believe it was on a reel, and it just blew my mind. You're like, what is it? You're going to be maybe... A little disappointed when I tell you but let me let me back it up okay so our kitchen has pretty shallow drawers the little drawers like the silverware drawer they're a little shallow for my taste we redid our kitchen several years ago when we built onto our house and um, if I had it to do again I would make those just a little deeper because it's hard to store uh, boxes of Ziploc bags will not fit in those shallow drawers. So I've just kept them other places, but they're kind of everywhere. And I've always wanted a solution. Same with rolls of like foil and parchment. They can't be giant rolls from Costco because they're just too tall. So I saw this wooden holder for Ziploc bags. So it's like a wooden box and it has slots cut out for you to dispense the bags. And then it's labeled, it's engraved gallon, quart, uh, sandwich and snack bags. Y'all, I'm so excited. So you take your Ziploc bags out of the box, they come in and you kind of shove them in this box and then this goes into a drawer. So they're very neat and organized. And there are several versions of this contraption that I found, but I specifically searched for one that is a height that should fit in my drawer. I I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be a game changer. So I will certainly show it on Instagram if I get it all set up. You can also mount them on the wall. And so that is my alternative. If it doesn't work in my drawer, I'll probably mount it inside my pantry. But Ziploc bag organizer, big time stuff. I'm pretty excited about it. And lastly, staying true to form. I love all the mini waffle makers. These have become hugely popular in recent years with myself and with others, but there is a Christmas tree waffle maker. 
out now. So I will link that up for you because you need it. So fun for doing a Christmas little brunch, for doing like a breakfast board. Uh, all the little mini waffles are so cute. So get yourself a little Christmas tree waffle maker. That is all for today. I hope I have inspired you and your family to think about gifting outside the box a little bit this Christmas. And no matter how long your list is, I hope you keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.